In this episode of Hey Sister, I get to introduce you to my amazing friend, Alicia Devins. She is a sister who is living her best days on purpose. She is a wife, mother, daughter, and every title a woman is. She tells you about her life, love, and you will hear about her destiny. You better sit down for this one and possibly even tighten your seatbelt. Alicia says a whole lot in a little time. Here we go. And as always, be sure to check out the show notes for my recipe for easy vegetable soup. Heavy on the easy. Well, hey there, sister. Nicole Johnson here. Join our convo as we chat about life, love, and legacy. Today, I am honored to introduce to the world, well, for the five of you who don't already know her, Miss Alicia Devins. Hey, girl. Now, Alicia, I just have to disclose that I have spelt your name every time I write it. Probably I've spelled it differently every single time. And God God has blessed me, which you, you know her also. We have a mutual friend, Alicia Deacons. Now, you're, do you pronounce, pronounce yours Alicia? Yes. Okay. See, I've got a cousin named Alicia and it's spelled right. like, how do you spell yours? A-L-I-C-I-A. Yeah. See, that's Alicia to me yeah. growing up. To, but to a lot of people, to a lot of people. But you know, I had that mom who was, I guess, hooked on phonics and went with the shuh. I was going to say, yeah. Thanks mom. Thanks, mom. Um, but then our other friend, mutual friend is Alicia and it's S-H-A. Right. So, um, but yeah, yeah, God, God has a sense of humor. He knows how to put friends together. Yes, he does. As a matter of fact, to help you spell my last name, to help anybody spell my last name, I usually say it's just like heaven, except it starts with a D and ends with an S. Come on, Devins. Well, yeah. I love it. I love it. Not to, not to um, link you with this character but i just came back from a kids camp last week that we were out in um navajo nation and um mm-hmm. pastor john tash talked about dev the de- the devil and he oh, said yeah. take the d off and what do you have evil evil right evil. right and i was but just see, in my like case- you got most of heaven just missing an H. Come on. You are a little bit of heaven in my life. Well, you are a wife, a mother, a daughter, a sister. I tell you, probably a sister-in-law and a niece and a, yeah. all, all those wonderful female roles that you get to play. And you're very involved in your local church um, mm-hmm. here in Fayetteville, Arkansas. You are yes, a ma'am. teacher, a volunteer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're yes. very involved in county government. Uh, in your state, mm-hmm. in our state. And we met back around 2020 here in Springdale, mm-hmm. Arkansas at a local committee meeting, um, right. actually. But right. then also we we prayer walked together through Springdale. Yes, we also did. A couple yes, of times. We, we need yeah. to do that again. That is so we powerful. Do. And yeah. we actually served together at our local committee uh, executive board um, through our political mm-hmm. affiliation. And so our conservative patriotic, wonderful red, white, and blue affiliation. Um, yes, and ma'am. our friendship is so easy. We're not, we're not clingy, but you know what? Yeah. When we see each other, we're just like, it would just, it just continue. We never finish a yeah, conversation. We, we pick up right where we left off. Like you it's, got it. it's, yeah, there's no new beginning and there's no ending. It's just there. 
I, I love like it. heaven. I, I think it. it's just and like this, heaven. And this, this, this conversation is probably going to be a lot like my sister and I, our friends used to call us. Remember when the phone was on the wall? You oh, know, yes. and everybody got, got, you know, into their room and then we would talk. That was our party line. You know, everybody oh, yes, talked at one time. Well, our friends would call us just to hear my sister and I just talk over each other and just, just, just a yes. full, full conversation just among us. So that's the way I'm used to con- conversing. Um, okay. I, I don't see it as rude to, to interject. I see that as okay. active listening. So good, good, good. Because <laughs> so, you know I do that a lot. I'm gonna be yeah. right in there with you. Come on, come on. So those of you who are listening, um, just put your seatbelts on, um, because I think we're gonna be fast and furious, um, here today because we only have a short amount of time to cover a lot of information. But I'm excited. I'm excited. One of the first things that I'm gonna talk about that um I admire so much in you and a little bit in awe. A lot, a, a lot of it in all, um, as your volunteer, your volunteering, oh, um, tell yeah. us about what, what that is, what that looks like and go. Okay. So when I met my husband on the blind date that I said, I'd never go on, um, <laughs> he was a member of a, a church and he, I'm not a normal dater person. I, I, I mean, I think we, we kind of had a courtship type relationship. Now was this that college age? This was, no, it was post-college. I was working. I was actually sent to uh, Washington County to program some computers for the county government. And as a matter of fact, the people that I worked around thought I was married. So apparently I carried myself uh, like a married lady. I don't even know what that means, but that's, uh, they all thought I was married. Um, And I was probably married to my job more than anything at the time. But one of the ladies found out I wasn't and said, hey, I know a guy. He's really nice. Let's meet up and we'll all go together on this, you know, group day and for lunch and you can uh you can decide if you if if you two are ugly then you can talk to us or whatever <laughs> and so it wasn't a threat I'm like okay sure I'll just go meet people wherever I move to I kind of I try to get involved mm-hmm, okay because I don't want to like I'm I make life wherever I am you don't survive you thrive I, I, yes mm-hmm. I make it what if if it's not fun I'm gonna make fun happen if I want it to be fun it's I, I feel feel responsible and I feel that part of my life, like I have to, I own my life while it's here on earth and I serve the Lord with it. And so I feel like he doesn't want us to be stagnant, depressed, whatever. Lord, you move me here that I'm going to make something happen. And we're going to do it with all the glory of you. You know, we just do whatever. Um, So I got moved to Washington County and I was supposed to be for six months. Went on this blind lunch date with these people and met my husband who didn't talk. Now he, Mind you, he's a talker, but he didn't talk that day. And they said, oh, we think he's smitten with you. I'm like, whatever. Well, he, the next date was, um, he invited me to church. Come And on. so with that, yeah. I said, okay. And, uh, you know, wasn't sure. I, I had already run background checks on him, asked him for a social security <laughs> number before I got his phone <laughs> number Come and, on. you know, checked him out and he had been, he had a warrant out for his arrest. And so I thought, well, let me dig into that. And he had a warrant out because he had been doing a march um, against abortion at an abortion at a local doctor's office. And so I thought, well, okay. So we roll up into church and I find out he's the caretaker for the three, four and five-year-old class. And he's, you know, he, he serves and he prays. He works within the men's prayer group. If there's a leak in the building, he goes, he's one of the first ones there to fix it and to clean up. He actually had started volunteering at our school long before he met me. When he graduated, 
um, college. Um, our, our church, which I'll explain that just a little bit, has a school. So he would go on his lunch hour to do recess so that teachers could have a lunch break. And so, of course, I find all that out at that church meet service. I thought, okay, well, you're all right. You'll be good. Yeah. You'll make a good, you'll make a good friend. <laughs> and so from that, that point on, we kind of started having lunch, you know, eating lunch together with other people and meeting together. And like I said, I didn't even know what courtship was. It wasn't a good dater. Um, what you see is what you get. And you know, I'm, I'm me and this yeah. is it. Yeah. So. Hello. Hello. You like I, you and God adores you. So yeah. it doesn't matter about anybody and else. I was like, if I get married, so be it. If I don't, so be it. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm here. Yeah. yeah. And so he, uh, so fast forward, um, about a year and a half later, he proposed and I said, yes. So, so how yeah. many years have you been friends? Oh my goodness. Since 1995. So 28. So yeah, my, my daughter's, my daughter's born in, in, in 95. So yeah. So yeah. 28 years. Come yeah. on. And Still your anniversary friends. is when? September 30th. Not That's too far. My birthday. Happy anniversary got- on my birthday. Yes, ma'am. we have a day coming. I knew it was coming. Come on. That's fabulous. Okay, so God, God so bless me twice on that day, girl. Come on. So he's still volunteering. Yes. As so, he as he's Mr. Professor at the university. At the, yes. Okay. He works at the university. And so you- the What happened is, so I have a computer science degree and my husband has a chemical engineering degree, but he also audited a computer science degree as well. That sounds dangerous. That combo sounds, wow. It's fun. It's fun. We'll say the least. I betcha. I betcha. And so um, our church. It sounds kind of combustible. I don't know. I just, just, right? hey, come on. (laughs) So our church was started, oh my goodness, back in the late seventies. And they started our school, I think in 1978. And so the school has been going for about 40 years and our church decided to start this school. It was a collective homeschool. The parents didn't want, once they started taking Bibles out of public schools and kind of made a public display of that federally, the mm-hmm. parents of our school got together and my church started as a mission. And it was my, my pastor was a missionary on the U of A campus. So here you have all these educated Christians who see a need to make sure God is in the education of their children. So they started a collective homeschool. Everybody has to have a degree in order to teach there. And so they started the school and it's been going ever since. And so my husband, as a member of this church, because church members should take care of the ministries of the church. And we all, not only do we sow financial seeds, but we also sow service seeds and prayer seeds. And so you're preaching now, come on. Yeah. Yeah. And so my husband decided I'm going to help those people who are out there all day. I'm going to make sure they have at least an hour to enjoy their lunch without the kids. So he would go out and and play with the kids and just be the adult in sometimes, sometimes he acted like the adult. Sometimes he acted like the kid. Anyway, he would be the the buddy, you know, Uh and let the teachers have an hour off to eat their lunch. And then he would go back to work. Well, and so whenever I think, I think he might've wanted to see you too. Were you working? There I, wa- I wasn't there yet. No, oh, okay. no, okay. that was just his service. You're, you're the added bonus so, now. Yeah. So then when he, when we got married, um, we had our daughter, Chloe, uh, in 1998. Um, I asked him, I said, so should I go back to work like programming computers full time? Or what, what do you think our ministry should be? And he said, honey, I really feel like our ministry is going to be you serving at the school. I said, all right. And it was great because that meant that as my kids grew up, I would be there with them. 
as well as, you know, be involved in the ministry. He goes, just go help the school wherever they need it. Now, a lot of people will sit there and tell you, I feel called to a ministry. I feel led to a ministry. Alicia was not called necessarily. I'm that gap filler kind of person. Um, I When I got saved, I told the Lord, please use me without my knowing it because I will probably mess it up. That was my and tagline, so, girl. Come on. I've got it written down right here. See, it's in my notes right there. Words of wisdom. Say that one more so time. I, told, I said, Lord, time. use me and don't let me know I'm being used or I will be in the way and I will mess that up. Mm. And that's that's what happened when I got saved. The night that I got saved, I said, Lord, I don't care what you do with my life. I want to live for you. I want to be with you when I die. And I don't care how you use me. But whatever do you do, when you use me, use me without me knowing because I know I'll mess it up. I, I know, just but. recently read this too, and it goes along with what you're talking about. Um, you know, the scripture, many are called, but few are chosen. Yes. I was just reading Kate uh, Bellastetti's book, The Mother of Francesca. Francesca. And she was talking about, she used this phrase. Um, so I think I cited her well. Um, choose to be chosen. Ah, we choose to be chosen. Like you said, uh, you weren't called into that particular no. ministry. So many times people are just sitting on the pew waiting, the proverbial yes. pew, waiting to just, okay, God, where do you want to use me? Just get involved. Just get involved. God can yeah. move. Uh, he can steer a moving car, but you yeah. can't move a car that's in park. So right. be and drive, engage your gears, get in gear, engage so that God can steer you where he right. wants you and choose to be chosen. Because you know what? Many are called, few are chosen, but we're all called. But yeah, that makes so much sense. We don't choose so much to do it, but right. oh, that was right. so good. And and we know the thing is, is, once you're a Christian, you know, you have a, you have a responsibility even if it's just to pray. I mean, right. there's times when I'm like, Lord, help me to pray for the people that I don't want to pray for because I know I don't like them, but that's okay. I know you love them and I have to love them too. We're help me get through we're, that. We're going there in a minute about conflict resolution. We're going to go yes. there. We're going to dive so, deep into that. But one so, more thing so, too that, yeah. um, oh, I think I just lost it. Okay, go ahead. I just lost it. Go well, ahead. I was like, so involved, being involved in, you know how I think the it says, you know, obedience is better than sacrifice. Like mm-hmm. just going to obey. And I don't know that this is going to be for the Lord, but I know it's a need in a ministry of the Lord. My church is full of people and I have committed in my life to not let, I won't blame people. I won't blame the Lord for what people do. Come so on. once you're there, it doesn't matter if it's good, bad, or other, you know, God has brought you to this ministry. This is a viable ministry. He's blessing this ministry, but guess what? We're all human. And sometimes we rub elbows. Well, me, I'm that person that I might rub your elbow, but we got to talk about it. We got to get it worked out because I don't want the night to set on that. I want it fixed because God needs to keep on blessing. Whether yeah. he's using me to bless or somebody else to bless, that cannot be in the way. So with that mentality, I go into the school. Of course, everybody, I have these expectations that I don't even know. Sometimes we have expectations that we don't know we have. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just going into serving. I don't care where I walk into. I can say that. But when I first walk in, I'm expecting everybody else to be working hard. Well, what about the people who aren't working hard? I can't get mad at them. I got to help uplift them. And so that's kind of where I ended up. I've been a coach at the school. I have been a high school teacher at the school. I've been an elementary teacher at the school. I've been a counselor at the school. There have been times when 
I remember one thing, and I'm hoping that I don't cry. There was a situation where we had, because the school is open to the general public. It's not just open to my church mm -hmm. members. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, I remember when the, the Lord told my pastor, he goes, yeah, I'm going to open the school to non, to non-members. And I remember thinking, having this very, this very slight moment of, oh no, what's going to, what's that mean for my kids? What does that mean for me? And mm -hmm. I got a strong voice from the Lord. And he said, I, I, you don't have to worry about that. In other words, don't worry about what influences your kids. Cause that's your job. You're going to influence your kids and show them who I am. And now you're going to minister to other people's kids and show them who I am as well. See, so we there's no fear. We, we don't protect our children from the world. We prepare our children yes, for the world. Thank you. That's exactly right. Yeah. And so I immediately, from the moment he said that, I had a brief five second panic moment. And then it immediately went to, because I said, Lord, what am I going to do? And he said, he answered me right away. So that fast, that yeah, went right yeah. away. And so, of course, I end up having international kids in my life, in my home. My mm -hmm. kids have, are probably, there are moments, I'm sure they're frustrated. Why can't it just be us? It is us. It's Paul us with them. Paulie, you know? Oui, je parle français. Oui. Give me, give me, give me some more. So, enchanté de faire votre connaissance. Bienvenue à le podcast. Nicole. Oh, I love it. Okay, what did you so, just say? Welcome to all the people, the French listeners to the podcast of Nicole. Yay, yay. But yeah, so um, so I, I got to also the, the thing about school, um, as we kept going, there's been some ministry there that had I not been there might not have happened. And that's really what keeps me living there. A lot of times we'll get into a situation where we're using our own power to make a ministry happen. Mm. And I don't wake up every day necessarily dreading it. It's not necessarily every day something I look forward to, but it's definitely not a day thing that I dread. Right. It's more of, a, oh, let me go get through. Let me, let me go see what's going on. It's a busy life. It's a busy work. Mm -hmm. But we had a situation once where a girl had come to our school on her own free will, not a member of the faith at all, um, had some friends that she was trying to escape from. It was her choice, a young girl, her choice. We find out a few, maybe six, eight months in, she'd gone through one year, second year. She comes in the family way, so to speak, with her boyfriend who she didn't let go of. Mm -hmm. And she goes, I don't know what I'm going to do. So we talk to her, we share the gospel with her, tell her, you know, what the Lord, you know, in other words, in your mind, in her mind, this might've been a mistake, but in our mind, Jesus knew that was coming. It's a concept. It's a, it's a, uh, on purpose, con a, a consequence, an unexpected consequence. Mm -hmm. It's an unexpected consequence, mm -hmm. but the Lord expected it. The Lord knew. The, so yeah, this, is a, this is a, this is a viable life has right? plans for that child. Yeah. So I'll never forget it. Um, one Wednesday night, she picks up the phone. She calls me. She goes, and she was in tears. My parents want me to get an abortion. They think my life is over. I need you to come now. I immediately jump in my car along with one of our uh, other school officials. We head off to her house, not knowing what we were walking into or what we were going to say. Get there. And the parents are just adamant. They don't speak English. They don't speak French. They speak Spanish. And so we're just there and we just start praying. And one of the, the brother, the brother teacher who went with me, starts talking to the parents. I then start talking to the girl who speaks English. There was a translator there and everything. And within that hour or two, we had convinced them to let us help homeschool her. Her life isn't ruined and to keep that baby. Mm -hmm. Five years later, I got her through school. 
they tried to pay for gas, try to pay for everything. I let them give me tamales because I love tamales. But anyway, yes, yes. The grandmother who had wanted that child aborted walked her into my school and said, I brought her to you because you cared. Mm. She brought that baby to Fayetteville Christian School and told them if there was anything else in her life that she needed or she was ever scared to find Miss Alicia. That right there made my ministry. Yeah. And that also showed me that it doesn't matter how much we pour into people's lives. It is not for us to see necessarily the end or the increase, but God blessed me that moment to see my impact five years prior. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I say, God used me without me knowing I'm being used. And he did. Yeah. And that's when I knew, okay, I might not be called to this ministry, but I am important to this ministry and I'm needed for this ministry. And well, I sisters, think that's more than a calling. I think that's more than a calling. Yeah. Well, sisters, now you know why I had to get Alicia on this podcast, because this <laughs> is going to be one that you're going to want to share with the people that you know in your, in your, your life, in your world. Uh, that's one of the reasons why God wanted me to put this together. I believe he said, bring women that are, that are, that influence me, Nicole, um, on and talk. And just because, um, this is an extension of, of me, you know, um, and, and, the God in you and, and it just goes out. So, wow. I just, so if you're listening to this podcast right now, just forward it on, um, just get intrusive into your friends' lives, kind of how I'm in, in, into yours and just send them a word because you know what, there's something on this podcast they need to hear. It's going to speak yeah. to their heart. It's going to speak to their situation. And, and, um, and the time is right. The time is right. Well, you've kind of already talked a little bit about the conflict resolution in that last situation, but you just recently, when you can totally keep all the details out, but how important it is. Wow. And that, that, that speaks to your longevity. How many years yeah. have you been at the school? Since 1994. Okay. So 29 yeah. years. Um, yeah. Wow. That's almost unheard of with it being um, a, it's all volunteer. a school and with it being uh, a, in a church. Yeah. You know, I love the longevity and, um, and your, your daughters have are following into in your footsteps with your love for God. Number one. And mm-hmm. number two, education. You've got one going into nursing, one going into physical therapy, physical therapy. So they're continuing their education, but just the yeah. joy, the joy that I see in mm-hmm. your family and you as a, as a mother, but well, how can you share, um, as much as you want to about conflict resolution, bringing, bringing healing, bringing understanding, bringing togetherness, because the enemies, one of the enemy's jobs is he wants to he wants to divide. He, he, wants, he, does. To, he wants to to separate, he wants to isolate. Um, because remember, he's evil and mm-hmm. um does not want that unity in the body because we all need each other and we're all should be right. interdependent of each other in God. Um, because we're the only I don't I hate to use the word religion, but we are the only religion that you need people around you. Uh, it's commanded right. in the word to come together. Right. You can be a Buddhist all by yourself. You can yeah. be Hare Krishna. You can be um, just whatever all by yourself. Yeah. But cr- a follower of Christ says, mm. come together. To, yeah. There's a whole body. The body. That works together. Yeah. The body. Yeah. So, so talk, talk to that about conflict. So resolution. I will go with, um, something I do actually at school and I, that, that sometimes can be a big conflict resolution day, depending on which kids are playing with what kids. But one of the things that I've noticed over the years, I probably taught the fourth grade class 
in the mornings for probably eight to nine years. And I've taught, taught high school the whole rest of the whole time. Mm -hmm. um, and I and, and I still do fourth grade in the morning and high school in the afternoon. And sometimes the kids have the kids are the same. But I've also noticed that adults are the same. And they're just taller. I, sometimes. Yeah, taller. it's just taller. Right. right. Yeah. Same thing. One of the things I noticed is that when when we do something wrong or when we do something against someone, whether we know it or not, we find out about it. And the first thing that happens is we go into a, the, I'm going to say this and I might be wrong. Y'all can correct me later. The first thing that happens is a moment of fear. You have mm -hmm. this fear and then that fear turns into, no, I didn't. Let me defend myself. Sounds but like the garden fear, of Eden. Yeah, exactly. yeah. That fear, what? There's no way. But but the fear means I have to do something about it. It puts the responsibility in the hands of the person who's the violator, so to speak, or the one who who who's the offender. And in my in my uh in my oh the way yeah. I see things interactions, okay. I'm going to be the one that okay. If I did it, I need to fix it. You, As a Christian person, it would be irresponsible mm -hmm. of, the, of me to discredit that human, to say that didn't really happen. Even if I know that they perceive something wrong, mm -hmm. that doesn't change their hurt and that doesn't change how they feel. Now, I'm, we I'm understand a, I'm, feelings I'm a, change like the wind. Yeah, I'm a big right? proponent. If I did it publicly, I need to apologize publicly. Mm -hmm. But if and it so, was if it was a one on one, then I'm going to go one on one. But I've right. done a lot of things. I've done a lot <laughs> of the wrong things publicly that I that I thought no, I need to. Everybody who heard me, the best of, the best of my ability, I'm going to go make that right to all the hearers. So that but, really brings down the, the then, rumors of what did she say? I was going to say in a school situation, we've got this might happen with these two people. We're going to say kids. Because all of us are children of God, so we can right. say kids, right? Come on, come on. Both happened with these two kids, but then one kid decided to go tell other kids. Mm -hmm. And so it's not, it becomes something a little bit bigger. That discordant spirit goes on its way. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes, even if it's a private situation, it might need to be a public, this was taken care of. I, I'm being accountable publicly yeah. versus I'm yeah. apologizing publicly. And I don't know if mm -hmm. maybe somebody needed to hear that said like that. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, so what I usually do is I dissect the situation and I give my kids special words. Like if we're playing along and everybody's happy and I decide I don't like something, I need to say, please stop. So giving them that tool and that resource helps them to stop that thing. And you're we carry that over what, to adulthood. You're doing the what to do, not the just don't right. do. Not the just don't do. Mm -hmm. And so in the case of where somebody's feeling like not too long ago, I had a, per a person that a situation happened and he is a man in my church and he wanted to come and talk to me about it as I was the uh, the supposed offender. And he goes, oh, Miss Alicia, you hurt me. And I said, oh my goodness, I did. He goes, well, we can talk about it later. I said, no, sir, we cannot. Mm -hmm. I said, you will meet me in the parking lot right here, right now. We're going to get this handled. I said, because I don't know what I did. And I need to know. In the front of the building, not like meet me out back in the parking lot. And we're going to, we're going to deal with this. And no. so he goes, he goes, do I have to? I said, it's either you going to come to me or I'm coming to you. And you know, I mean what I say. He goes, yes, ma'am. So we got together. Good. And, you know, he, he was, he was hurt because he had, he had really perceived something that happened that honestly, I was following directions from a higher authority. And he was following directions from a higher authority. But when he looked back and he saw me doing something different, he thought, oh, no, she left me alone. She left me out here like he thought there was something between us that caused that. 
And so I said, no, sir. And I explained that to him. And because of my previous integrity with this situation, he trusted that. Come on. And we hugged, we apologized, we talked about it. He made it right with a couple of other people that he told about it because he, in his mind, he's like, I had to tell this person because I couldn't believe it happened. I couldn't believe you did. So that you mean, me. you mean good character begets good character. Yes. Come on. Yes, he saw does. that in you. So he made the, the corrections that he needed to make. He needed to make. The, yes, ma'am. And so, and, and then to make it come full circle, um, there was another situation and he came to me for advice. Now he's got other men in his life. He's got other friends in his life, mm -hmm. but he felt that with me. Now, I guess I'm a force to be reckoned with because not only you think <laughs> I don't shout out from anybody, <laughs> but that, but that's, it's kind of, it, it, I think it's telling and I'm not trying to brag, don't get me wrong, but to have a man, right. A yeah. man come and confess his hurts. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the and, very and fact that you took the time to hear him out, to communicate, to, to, to resolve it. And that yeah. brought, that brought trust that, yeah. that you wanted, you wanted to, to, you wanted resolution. You wanted right. to, to bring that healing so that it no longer festered so he could come to you in the future. See, the enemy and, wants and, to stop that because and, he and, knows and, and the enemy, and, and build. Our, our personalities, we should not be friends. Like this is not something that mm -hmm. I don't even know how we are friends other than we're in the same church. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know how. Um, and then even outside of the church, if, if I've done something, I tell people, come tell me, mm -hmm. see, I'm that weird one. When somebody says, Oh, well you did this wrong. Oh, really? Well, let me know. Cause I know I'm not perfect. Let me fix it. I, I learned at an early age from my grandparents and my, my big, big family. My grandpa was the middle child of 17. Ooh, yeah. So it's a yeah, big yeah. family. Mm -hmm. And so, they would criticize you and you learn how to either fix it and move on. It was one of those things, fix it and move on. And that's almost biblical. The Lord says, yeah, I handle something for you. You don't swipe it to the side. Uh -uh. You don't just get over it. I mean, you, you don't just not talk about it because then it's going right. to explode. Right. Yeah. So you handle it and you move on because guess what? The ministry's at stake. You can't sit there and dwell on that. Mm -hmm. When I made a mistake, once, once I got saved, I remember distinctly, Oh Lord, I didn't know that was bad. I'm so sorry. And I would for, I was forgiven and moved on. Yeah. And I yeah. and, and yes, that, you can't that's a don't, testament. Don't stay there. Don't mm -hmm. stay there. Move, move past it. Mm -hmm. Yes. And sometimes, sometimes that guilt that you feel is not your own. Sometimes it's human guilt where other by other people are dumping on you. Sometimes it's satanic guilt where he's trying to hinder well, see, you. The difference between condemnation and conviction, it's a world. It's a world difference. Yes, ma'am. Condemnation is from the enemy and it comes yes. from your past. Conviction right. wants to bring you to the future, get past yes, it, but you've got, it brings you to repentance. Right. Condemnation brings shame and blame and, and, and keeps you away from the throne. Conviction wants you to come to the throne with your right. repentance so that you can move forward. Yes. And I'll, and I'll say this and then I'll be, I'll stop um, talking because I talked a lot, <laughs> but you know, a lot of times our feelings play a lot into that. And what you have, what, whenever I feel far away from the Lord because of either something I've done, and even though the Lord's taken away and I trust the God in that, Satan will keep throwing things at you and say, oh, 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 you know what? I have to stop and say, you know, Lord, I feel so far away from you and I'm I'm not going to give you that credit. I'm all, I know the devil's trying to make me feel far away from you and I'm that much closer. Mm -hmm. And so I refuse to give Satan credit. 
I refuse to give him credit for that. And it makes me go closer to the Lord. So what we want to do is we want to do the opposite. When you're fearful, when you're like, well, what if they don't accept my apology? Go and apologize anyway. That's where that obedience is better than sacrifice. You do it and God will bless it. Do it and God will bless it. He will bring you to it. He will bring you through it. Come on. Come on. That is so good. Oh my word. Yeah, we're almost out of time, but I wanted you to do most of it. Mo I wanted you to do most of the talking because that's why I wanted you, you to get on here. They don't want to hear me. They want to hear you. Well, and girl, once, I'm back. I got you know, I like to talk. Once again, the words of wisdom. Lord, use me in a way that I'm unaware of it so I don't mess it up. Come yeah, that on. That pride will come in and it's like, am I, I'm doing this. No, you know what? The Lord is doing this and he's letting me participate. He's yeah. allowing me yeah. to be that vessel. I'm a crackpot, honey. I can only be well, this hey, full. Hey, a couple of things. What do you want to be remembered for? What legacy? Inspiring do you truth want to seekers. Inspiring truth seekers. Okay, that was that was easy. Um, who yes. who mentored you? Looking back on your life, my grandparents and my mom. Mm. My grandparents cool. and my mom. Was that? Were they, I, I, were they I have the a, I have a great church. Both sets. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I had a grandma that prayed for everything all the time. I had another grandparent that was a go-getter. And then I had a grandpa that prayed and was a go-getter. And then I had another grandpa who was just a prayer warrior and a go-getter too. And so I got that all sides. But then my church, uh, my church is like, look, you might mess up, keep going. And they carried that through. So I think God put me where I needed to be. That's awesome. So that I can make sure that I keep things going. That so. is, that's awesome. Well, a few, a few rapid fire questions here. We've got two minutes yeah. left. Um, when you vacation, uh, mountains or ocean? Both. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Okay. Um, what's your biggest, well, this is a big question. Maybe this is for the next time, but well, I'll just go to this one. What was your no, worst? No, go ahead and ask it. Ask it. Let me see. What is your life? What, what's your life motto? Oh, that's a weird one. Okay. So you remember how God and Satan were talking about Job? Yeah. I want to make sure that God can say about me what he said about Job. There you go. Have you considered my servant, Alicia? Yeah. Come and on. I, got, and I, I got to make sure I'm worthy to be. So I yep. kind of keep striving for that. Yep. 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 Well, let me let, let you know a little secret. Keep loving Jesus. Find the Amen. love of Jesus and love him back. That's right. And Jesus makes you worthy. Amen. Jesus makes you worthy. Well, girl, I tell you, this was so fun. Did you get your I other question answered? Did you get your other question? Um, who mentored you? What's your biggest regret? That was one of the. My big, biggest regret. Biggest oh, I don't regret. have them. I don't have regrets. There you go. I have, I have, uh, I try to live on purpose. Yep. Yep. And if there's something that's regretted, then I make it better the next time. Well, see, that's the thing. I mean, I've not, I've made, I've made mistakes. Yeah, I've made but mistakes. I, but I've allowed God to turn those mistakes yeah. into his purpose. You know, I mean, he, he's pulled me right. out of it. I've learned and I'm moving on. I'm not going back there again. Right. I so, made yeah. foolish choices. I don't and do, God I don't covered do those either. And so if, if the blood of Jesus covers it, then why? It's not mine anymore. I'm done. That's right. That's right. Well, I love you, girl. We are out of time. I you. I'm, so I'm just going to, you just, you just stay on. I'm going to, I'm going to just, just close out here real quick. So thanks for joining us. See you next month.